welcome everyone to another episode of the Sports Unite podcast. This is episode 7 of season 2. I guess we can stop just saying what episode and season we're in. You're just here for another episode. So glad you could make it. And let's just get into some news that you need to know. Curling is back. I know lots of lots of people are sad that they haven't had curling or haven't been able to play curling, but the curling bubble is here starting Friday. So depending on when you listen to this episode, Friday the 19th, the Scotties will begin in Calgary. Oh man, you're in for a treat because it's just going to be curling after curling after curling. Not only are we having the Scotties and the Briar, you're also going to have some other tournaments and the World Championships are coming to Calgary in the curling bubble. So get ready. Everyone's favorite uh, winter ice rock sports uh, is back to watch on TV. Uh, I know many of you miss playing it, but we're here to see the pros Get back at it, and uh, it's probably going to be very exciting, and a lot of nerves are going to be had by the players themselves since it's been such a long time. So uh, I'm sure there are going to be many upsets galore. Uh, Get your popcorn ready and watch some curling this weekend. Speaking of watching stuff this weekend, the annual yearly tradition of having outdoor games just because there aren't many fans in the stands in the NHL doesn't mean we can't have outdoor games and we get a very unique one this weekend Lake Tahoe the famous Lake Tahoe if you don't know where it is uh, it's in the United States a very famous place to go and camp and lots of uh, outdoorsy type activities Uh, they're not going to be playing on the lake like uh, one NHL player thought. Uh, They built a rink right beside the lake, so it's going to be very scenic. Uh, There will be two games there this weekend. So uh, keep your popcorn, flip between curling and hockey, uh, and it's going to be the coolest looking game of the year. That I can tell you. Team Canada... And other nations such as the United States, Argentina, and Brazil will open up the She Believes Cup, uh, the annual soccer tournament uh, where uh, Team Canada and other countries participate. And the U.S. and Canada play a very, very important game today on the 18th. And that game will actually be presented on CBC over the weekend, I believe on Saturday the 20th. So if you're listening to this before... A few days behind so just don't look at any spoilers uh, if you want to watch them live all games are on one soccer you do need a subscription for that but you will be able to get all of Canadian men's and women's soccer plus the CPL once that starts up again but uh, a big week and a half uh, of soccer coming up uh, so Team Canada will open up against the USA today on the 18th. They will play Argentina on the 21st, and then the 24th will be against Brazil. And CBC will show the United States game and the Brazil game a few days after. But again, one soccer is your uh, place to go if you want to watch the games live. And uh, I don't mean to say that uh, the United States groundhogs were wrong, but here in Canada, we went three for three. That's right. We have three different groundhogs because we're Canada and that's how crazy our weather is. Uh, 
our groundhogs all predicted an early spring and they were right because spring training has started with pitchers and catchers baseball is back and that only means spring is here every year they comes and uh, some people are shocked but spring has arrived baseball is back we're gonna get uh, lots and lots into baseball as spring training picks up uh, but spring is here groundhogs be damned uh, baseball is here which means springs here so uh, winter's over congratulations we did it unless you are in the southern states which got hammered by a storm that they're not used to uh, so hopefully everyone in those southern states are doing okay and get electricity and back up uh, very very soon uh, Canada most of Canada is coming out of a polar vortex which means no more minus 50 weather uh, definitely where I am so again groundhogs we're right because baseball is back and spring is here. We're going to head into some news that will unite us all. The WHL and OHL are on their way back. Junior hockey has been missed for essentially a year now. Uh, and uh, the WHL will have a few different divisions. They will have a BC division, Alberta division, U.S. division, and East division, with, uh, with the East being a hub in Regina uh, that will host Manitoba and Saskatchewan teams. The season will begin on March the 12th, and uh, teams are gearing up to go into quarantine in their selected areas if they have to, and then they will begin practicing, and we will have a shortened season starting in March. The OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, appears to be getting ready as well with a potential four hub cities and an April start. So a little bit later and that still has to be approved, but it looks like it's going to hopefully get that way as uh, Ontario relaxes and gets out of the uh, state of emergency and uh, stay-at-home order. Henrik Lundqvist gave us an update uh that he's feeling great, uh, he's still looking handsome, and uh, he's running, even though he's not a runner, but that just means his road to recovery is on the way. We wish him the best, because, I mean, who doesn't want to look at Henrik uh, all the time? Uh, he's without a mask right now, because he's not in goalie pads, so it uh, just means we can see his wonderful smile, and we can't wait, hopefully, to see you back next season. So keep up the good work. And uh, keep running. It's good for you. The first Mr. Irrelevant. Now, if you don't know who Mr. Irrelevant is, well, that's because it changes every year. And if you do, then you probably are a football fan or you watch the draft until the end, which, congratulations, you probably deserve a medal. Mr. Irrelevant is the name given to the very last draft pick in the NFL draft. So I believe that's round seven. I think maybe pick 252. Occasionally it wavers. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, the Mr. Relevant and you get a jersey. Uh, and usually it's because you're not a nobody, but irrelevant. But for the first time, a Mr. Relevant has won the Super Bowl. Ryan Sukup, the kicker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was a Mr. Irrelevant, and 
Now he's a Super Bowl champion. All of that has changed. Will that change for the draft? Probably not. But uh, Mr. Irrelevant has done something relevant. So congratulations, Ryan. And uh, maybe they're going to change the name in the future. Happy Gilmore is 25 years old. And boy, that makes me feel a little bit old. But a celebration happened uh, in conjunction with the 25th anniversary. If you haven't seen Happy Gilmore, highly recommend watching it. Uh, very, very funny movie. Uh, still hasn't aged. Uh, joke, everything. Just so funny. It stars Adam Sandler, uh, who recorded a thank you to the fans and uh, doing a Happy Gilmore drive. So if you haven't seen the movie, that makes no sense to you. But essentially, Happy Gilmore is a hockey player who turns to be a golfer. And he has a very unusual drive in golf, which is he actually kind of runs or walks up and just hammers it. Very unconventional. Uh, and he did one as a celebratory thank you. Then Christopher McDonald, who plays Shooter McGavin, I guess the bad guy or rival to Happy Gilmore, replied in the video, uh, kind of saying thank you, but in his typical Shooter McGavin, just wanting to put down Happy Gilmore, and he uh, did a putt in his living room, so he sank a golf ball into his cup uh, with lots of wisecracking words. Such a great video uh, and a good tribute. Probably the best video uh, of the week, so go check that out. Uh, give yourself a laugh and reminisce and go watch Happy Gilmore. That's going to do it for our news and news that will unite us all. We're going to head into a deep dive. I know it's been a while since we've done a deep dive. Very, very sorry. Work's getting a little crazy. Haven't been able to do a whole bunch with the podcast that I wanted to do at this point. Uh, but we are getting interview questions out there. We will have guests. And uh, we're back with a deep dive. And uh, we've collected a few different sports to do this. So... We're going to be coming back uh, better than ever. And boy, do we have an interesting sport for you today. This sport is called Bandy. Not, uh, not Brandy, the singer. Not Brandy, the drink. Not Andy, the name. Bandy. If you haven't heard of it, I don't blame you. Uh, if you were to describe Bandy, it is a mix between soccer ice hockey, and field hockey. You mash all them together and you get bandy. I've never seen a video or talk of bandy being played here in North America. I'm sure it has been. But part of that might be it's really, really hard because the playing surface is ginormous. So picture a full soccer field or a CFL field covered in ice. If you're in Saskatchewan here, then they actually did that, and you can skate on it. Think of that. So a soccer pitch, just covered in ice, 11 players, that's bandy. So lots of soccer on ice with a little bit of ice hockey and field hockey sprinkled in. So let's get into it. The field, like I said, is as big as a soccer pitch, all of ice and it's 11 on 11 so just like soccer there are corners to be taken there is a penalty spot just like soccer uh, there is no contact so you can't just go bullying people around uh, like in ice hockey and there's actually there are boards but there's out of bounds 
So they put little mats on the ice to represent where the out-of-bounds line is. There's no throw-in. It's just a, a free hit, as they call it. Uh, just like you can have a free hit from a circle. So there are free hit spots uh, that are kind of go through the goalie crease. Uh, if there's a foul that is committed, there's also a penalty spot. So if you're inside the crease, just like in soccer, and a foul or penalty has occurred, you get a penalty shot. But you don't get to start from center. You just hit it. Now, the sticks are not curved, just like in field hockey. But there are two sides, so you don't just hit it from the uh, one side. Uh, but they're not curved, so you can't really do a wrist shot. And a lot of the shots that are taken are just like in field hockey. So the big wind-up, two hands. But you're on ice, remember. So it's not that easy uh, like it is on land or uh, on a field hockey pitch. There are penalties. There are three tiers of penalties, just to make it even more confusing. So there's a yellow, blue, red card system. Don't know how blue got in there, but yellow is a warning, so nothing really happens. If you get a blue card, that means you get a penalty, so a 5 or a 10-minute penalty. I don't know how they decided that, but uh, no two minutes uh, for sitting on the bench. If you get a red card, just like in soccer, you are out of the match. Bye-bye. Goalies have no stick, so they just kind of have... Uh, hand mitt goalie equipment so they can grab the ball and throw it. They're the only player who can do that. Uh, but no stick. They wear a helmet, lots of padding underneath, goalie pads like you'd see in ice hockey, and kind of a mix between uh, a goalie or keeper gloves in soccer, but bigger, but not huge, and not a trapper like in ice hockey or... Uh, or field hockey so it's a very interesting cross mix now origins no one really knows the origin uh, some people believe that it was created in Russia and it kind of has the unofficial uh, title of Russian hockey but there's definitely uh, mixes that you can see where it comes from other European nations like England and Holland so there's no exact origin to this sport per se uh, it has been uh, kind of a European game very much uh, started uh, in Sweden so Sweden is very much a, a big big part of bandy these days uh, and uh, there are world bandy championships imagine that I know uh, and it's uh, very big in Russia, Kazakhstan, the Scandinavian countries, China, England, Switzerland, Ukraine. But not to be forgotten, both Canada and the U.S. do have bandy teams. We're just not as good as everyone else. Uh, so we haven't really played a big part in the bandy sporting world. Uh, here teams from North America, but uh, the bandy game has been featured at the Asian Winter Games the Winter Universiad at the 2019 games and There is again a World Cup now 
Why hasn't it been in the Olympics? Essentially saying it's not worldly enough or important in the world sporting venture. Uh, so it has not been featured uh, or will be featured at an Olympic Games anytime soon, I say. Uh, but that is Bandy in a nutshell. If you'd like to see more, uh, go on YouTube definitely. Uh, I have not seen a Bandy game live because it, I've known about this sport for a uh, year. Um, but uh, go check it out. Canada does have a uh, Bandy website, so you can go see and check it out. And actually, it is uh, headquarters is in Winnipeg. So if you're interested in around the Winnipeg uh, area, or you just want to get into the sport, see if you can propel Canada to uh, win a World Cup or championship. Uh, highly recommend it. Get in contact with them. Not contact in the game because that's a no-no. Uh, let's uh, see if Canada can become a powerhouse in Bandy. So uh, that is Bandy, the sport. Uh, check out YouTube if you want to see their good instructional videos or just uh, the World Championship. Uh, replays give you an idea of what it looks like and uh, see if you enjoy it and that's going to bring us to our olympic countdown yes every week we count down a sport that it will be featured at the 2020 tokyo games again don't i know it's 2021 but they're still calling it the 2020 tokyo games that's what we go with so boxing is this week's sport Boxing has been seen as a controversial uh, sport, both professionally and in the Olympics. Issues with scoring and individuals and banned substances. Uh, the latest is the dismissal of the IAIBU, which is a weird acronym because it's the International Boxing Association. I don't know where the extra A comes from or why it's the... Uh, I don't know. The U... Uh, that's why they're no longer in charge, and the IOC has been put in charge of organizing the boxing tournament because the AIBU is just PU. Can't get their act together. History of boxing. Again, a lot of these sports have a long history in the Olympics. Uh, first being introduced at the 1904 Olympics. Also, uh, funny aside is, uh, so boxing has been around since the 1904, but... In 1912, it was not added to the Olympic program because it was illegal under Swedish law. And since the Olympics were in Sweden that year, no boxing. There you go. You want to learn something today? There's your uh, learned it. Uh, it was an only men's sport until 2012, which seems crazy that it took that long for women to be able to box. And we're going to get into it uh there's still a uh, ways away for being equal. Men do not have to wear headgear anymore, but women still do. Uh, the reason for this is long history of men's Olympic boxing, and there's evidence that uh, headgear uh, actually harms uh, injuries and concussions. Not enough data for the women's side, so they still have to wear headgear. I don't want to say they're almost similar, but a brain's a brain, a skull's a skull, regardless of gender. Alas, we need more evidence. 
Boxing is completed by weight class, so depending on your weight, uh, you will fill into that class. The men have changed from 10 weight classes down to 8, and the women have been moved up from 3 to 5. Yeah, 3. Mm-hmm. For the men, the categories are flyweight, featherweight, lightweight, welterweight, middleweight, light, heavyweight, heavyweight, super heavyweight. And they all have uh, weights associated with them. So flyweight is 52 kgs. And if you're under 50 kgs, you fit into that. Featherweight is 57. Lightweight is 63 kgs. Welterweight, 69 kgs. Middleweight, 75. Light heavyweight, 81. Heavyweight, 91. And super heavyweight, 91 plus. Those are all in kgs, not pounds. Sorry for any American listeners, uh, just do the conversion because it's a lot of weight. The women feature flyweight at 51 kgs, featherweight at 57 kgs, lightweight at 60 kgs, welterweight 69 kgs, and middleweight 75 kgs. Uh, That's unfortunately it for the women. Uh, Hopefully going forward that we're going to see more of an equal distribution and uh, more weight classes added to boxing for the women's side. How to qualify? Oh boy, it's uh, some of these sports have fared better than others in qualification processes, but not boxing. So uh, qualification is based on how well the competitor does at the Continental Qualifying Tournament or the World Olympic Qualification Tournament. Of course, the pandemic put a halt to some of these qualifiers. The African and Asian slash Oceania Olympic qualifying tournaments were completed, while the European tournament had started but had to be stopped. The Pan American tournament did not happen and is supposed to happen in May of 2021, with the World Qualifying Tournament happening in June. But this week... The last-minute qualifier, the World Qualifying Tournament, has been cancelled. It was supposed to take place in Paris, and those spots that were going to be earned at that tournament will be allocated to each uh, organization, so the Asian, the African, the Pan American, the European side. And the European qualifier has also been pushed back to June. Uh, No word on the Pan American Tournament. It still looks like it's going ahead in May. Uh, But, of course, we all know everything changes pretty, pretty quickly. I won't go into who has qualified, uh, but there are a total of 186 men's spots and 100 for women. Also, both people who make it to the bronze medal game actually still get a medal. There's no fourth place. At the 2016 Olympics, Uzbekistan finished with the most medals of seven, with Cuba and France right behind with six medals each. So uh, that is boxing in a nutshell. And that is our episode. I know a light episode this week. Uh, Go enjoy watching hockey. Lake Tahoe, go enjoy watching some soccer. Basketball is charging through. We're getting through the season very, very quickly. Uh, Everything's going pretty quickly. We're in February, middle of February. We're almost out. It's springtime. Baseball started. 
And uh, you know what? Just, it's okay. We're going to be okay. Be like Sean Murphy Bunting, uh, football player for the Bucks, number 23. Uh, his high school coach told him he would never have a future in football and just give up. Eight years later, sitting on the field with the Super Bowl, winning it all at the highest level achievement. So don't feel down. If you feel down, take a breath, drink some water, watch a movie, read a book, watch your favorite sport, go outside and run if you can. If you have to run inside on a treadmill or run on the spot, play with a dog or a cat or a rabbit, hamster, uh, talk with friends safely, of course. So on the phone, through Zoom or uh, Facebook, uh, reach out to someone that you haven't talked to in a while. Let them know that you're thinking of them. And we will be back in person soon together to enjoy the sports we love. And, of course, each other's company because it's uh, it's been a while. So enjoy the weekend. Hopefully your weather systems are getting better and sunnier. And, uh, you know, the first ball hitting the glove, baseball, just dissipates all that horrible winter weather. And we will be back with you again with another episode of the Sports Night Podcast very, very soon. Take care. Enjoy each other's companies. Watch some sports. And never forget to sport on. <laughs>